Queen. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome uh, to Really hello. Queen Radio. Hi, Jay. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. How was your week? Uh, crazy. Yeah. This week has been just crazy. It has been a little bit of a crazy week. Um, I know it has for me. I know. Look at these crutches over here. <laughs> I'm on crutches. What the Girl. fuck is that? Yeah, I had surgery on Friday. And, um, and now she's just limping around the I'm city. I'm limping around. I know. My doctor's like, have you been taking pain medicine? And I'm like, I haven't. She's and like, he, yes, I have. No, I'm not, bitch. I'm saving that for a circuit party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wasting it on pain at home. I'm, I'm saving that. You have to deal with your feelings. I'm sa- What feelings? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. True. True. I don't know what you're talking about. So your week was good? Yeah, I had this like crazy little uh scare. So um I just tell you straight up, you know, I thought I had STD. Oh my god. Hey, 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 we all have been there. We've all been there. So thought I had a little STD. Everything came back negative. So I was like, oh hell no, something's going on. And uh she had a um a UTI. Really queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she had a uh crazy little uti i don't know what that is really but it hurt like a bitch and i'm glad it's gone so well uti tmi honey <laughs> that's all i'm I'm, I'm glad you're doing i'm so glad i'm you're, glad you care for me brian i'm so, so glad much. you're doing okay it's uh <laughs> that was really a great start of the night yeah you're so welcome. welcome welcome well i'm glad you're doing okay that's for sure welcome to really queen radio everybody um Basically, if you haven't joined us before, if you have, let's do a quick recap of what we're doing here today. We're basically taking uh, influential artists, musical artists that have changed or uh, influenced the G- LGBT community. And um, basically, you know, this started as a conversation with me and Jay in a nightclub. And I was like, hey, do you know who so-and-so is? And he was like, who? And I was like, really, really queen? queen? And so um, we decided to do the show to kind of do a little education. We have a lot of fun doing it. And each week we explore a new artist. And Jay has no idea who this artist is that I'm about to show him. No. Nope. So it's it's completely off the cuff and whatever he says is kind of like, you know, it's it's this is the real deal right here. All right, I'm ready. Okay, so if you want to call in during the show at all, we're at 415-500 sorry, 550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. You can also reach us out on Instagram at Really Queen Radio or our website, reallyqueenradio.com. Okay, are you ready, Jay? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Here is the artist. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I am living right now. Living an authentic self. Nope. I do not know who this is. Have you heard the song? Um, I feel like I've heard like versions of this song. Okay, that's a start. Yeah. All right, so the truth of the matter is that you probably have heard versions of this song. As a matter of fact, it's been remixed into dance songs recently, actually. Okay. So you so probably have heard of it. So yeah. you have no idea who this is. No, All right. I don't. This is the one and only Diana Ross. Ah, I should know who this is. <laughs> you heard of Diana Ross? Yes, I've heard okay. of Diana Ross. <laughs> and so you don't, but you don't know. Probably, you'll know you're going to know some of her music. I yeah, promise. I'll know some of her songs. You're going to know some sure. of her songs. You have yeah. to. Yeah. So, um, just a little bit about Diana. She was born in Detroit, Michigan, and she, um, her, her, her rise to fame basically came from being a part of the Supremes. Okay, I've so heard of you've Supremes. heard of the Supremes. Yep. You've heard of Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they did songs like um, "Baby Love" and "Where Did Our Love Go?" You know, "Where Did Our Love Go?" Baby Love, my, my baby, baby love. love. Right. Okay. Got good. It, I got, got, we got one. We got one. We got one. <laughs> and you can't hurry, love. No. No. Okay. Anyways. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my voice. I can't sing right now. But anyways, so yeah, they, that's kind of was her rise to to success, and and they were actually Motown's most successful act and they're the best charting girl group in u.s history oh wow yeah they're they're literally one of the best-selling girl groups of all time wow right that's crazy i mean you think about it now girl groups most of them have a couple of hits yeah not a lot right um like destiny's child was pretty big right destiny's child was pretty big but like these these this is back then and so they were around they i think they had 12 i think it was 12 number one singles in the chart i mean that's that's a lot yeah over the span of their career wow um and you know i have somebody actually on the line who um, oh we have a caller we have we have a caller we have someone calling in and this gentleman actually knows a little bit about dinosaurs because he was one of the ones that actually remixed that song oh. that you may have actually heard. Wow. So um, let's give it up for Joe Guthrow. Joe, are you there? <laughs> I'm here. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. So you actually yeah. remixed um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough just recently. And if I'm not, it was just named what? Something on Billboard charts. It was like the number one, like one of the top songs of 2018, right? Well, first of all, um, I'm still trying to recover from the fact that your partner in crime there <laughs> did not know that was Diana Ross. <laughs> right. Um, you know, even if you don't know that song, how can you not know that voice? Right. I, I command know. you immediately to go to YouTube and watch Diana Ross uh, give her halftime performance at the Super Bowl. It is the most incredible, craziest thing you'll ever see in the best way possible. Right, and totally. so the minute you get a second, you have to go to YouTube and watch that. She performed that song amongst a ton of her other hits. But, um, yeah, I was listening, and I'm like... Is he being serious? (laughs) I am being serious. That's why I'm here. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Hey, you know what? I guess we're here to inform, right, and, and And that's what we're here for. Hey, Joe, I want to play just like a little clip of your remix so people can hear what it is. This okay. is Ain't No Mountain High Enough, um, and this is your mix with, um, is it is it is it Leanne? Leah. Leah. Oh, Leah remix. So here, let me just yep. play a little, little piece of this.
love me. And if you should miss my love, one of these old days. That's awesome, Joe. What a great mix. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. What made you What made you decide to do Diana Ross? I mean, besides the obvious that she's a living legend. I mean, what what made you choose her? Well, let me just answer your first question really quickly. Um, this record the the remixes of Ain't Em On High Enough originally reached number one on the Billboard chart in the beginning of the year. And to answer your original question, just recently Billboard released its top dance tracks of 2018 and wow. and the wow. remixes of Ain't the Mountain High Enough came in in fourth place. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That was awesome. very exciting. Yeah. Um, the way this came about is, um, so yeah, back to that just really quickly, it's such an honor to be a part of something, you know, to have an official remix where we're, we're like... Yeah, he, you were an official remix the for the label. Diana Ross. Yeah, I mean, you were an official crazy. remix. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if you look up Diana Ross, Ain't the Mountain High Enough in the iTunes, it'll pull up our mix with her. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Congrats thing. on that. But, um, on, but to answer your, your, um, the, this question that you just posed, um, sh- the person who does A&R, Brad LeBeau, um, he was basically a and in the project, and he came to us. He was a fan of our work, and he's like, I have this project for you. Wow. And we had been wanting to do something together, and he, when he told me what it was, I was in complete and total shock. And, you know, sometimes whenever you get these kind of projects, sometimes they can't get the original acapellas, and this yeah. one was recorded in 1970, like six years before I was even born. Right. <laughs> so... The song was recorded in 1970, so to get the the original masters or something like that is almost impossible. Wow. But he told me, he goes, "This is not going to be a resung version. This is going to you're going to get the original parts." Wow, to do that's with. awesome. So, and we did not just get her vocals; we got the entire studio set, the entire studio set session. And back then, it was all done live, so you can literally hear like the live. Dr- drummer and the horn and the strings all behind her and she's singing and this is before the days of like you know pitch correction and auto-tune you had to you had to get it right in the studio so and she was we didn't have to do anything to her voice i mean wow uh, it was amazing it's my nipples are like hard listening to that project has just been insane (laughs) well we love that you called in and and we we really thank you for your your insight on this and that is just such an amazing um honor and opportunity to be able to take something like that i mean like you said getting those vocals like that just doesn't happen and that's just awesome you did an awesome job and we're just really really appreciate you and you're awesome and i've known you for a while and you're just an awesome guy and you're very talented so thank you again and we really appreciate you calling Calling in, Mister. Thank you, Joe. All right, we'll talk soon. Okay, right, thank B- you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Wow, can you imagine getting like the real, the original session yeah, and hearing, so like, crazy. you know what I mean, like, yeah. and being able to like master that and 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 mix it and oh my god, I'm just that's just that's just crazy. I know, being a DJ, I'm sure he was just like in DJ heaven. Well, he's a producer, oh, okay. you know. I mean, yeah. he's a DJ, of yeah. course, but he's a producer. When he does stuff like that, that's you know, he goes into the studio and he actually produces. Yeah, that, that's so. like what he loves. You for. know, she was married. 
married twice. Um, she has five kids, which is kind of an interesting thing. And uh-huh. here's a little interesting tidbit about her. Her, her. her mother actually named her Diane, not Diana. Okay. But there was a clerical error that resulted in her name being recorded as Diana. Oh. And, uh, on her birth certificate. Oh. <laughs> on her birth certificate. So she was listed as Diane during like the first Supreme Records. Like yeah. it was Diane in, in the Supremes, not Diana Ross. It was Diane Ross. Yeah. And and then she just decided to go with Diana, Diana. because it was this like, clerical and it sounded better. And her, her family still calls her Diane though. Oh, isn't that kind okay. of just kind of an yeah. interesting little interesting. thing? She's also she also um, is huge in fashion. She um, she went to modeling school and cosmetology classes and and did all kinds of things that related to that. She worked in this department store called Hudson's Department Store, uh-huh. which was in Detroit. And yeah. she she'll tell you in an interview. She says she was the first black employee that was ever allowed to um, outside of the kitchen. And then this is this is like true, right? She's like she was yeah. one of the first black employees to ever, you know, be let out outside of the kitchen. Wow! And she would do things like um, do hairdressing services for her neighbors to make some extra cash. And she's kind of like more in the fashion world than yeah. she was in the singing world. She but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, she, she, she was a working girl. But I'm gonna play um, this next song for you, and um, let me know if you um, know this one at all because it's, um, it's another big one. Here we go. Okay. Reach out and touch somebody's hand Make this world a better place if you can Reach out and touch somebody's hand Make this world a better place if you can Oh my god, you don't know what that is I don't know what it is now Wow I don't think I've actually heard this one. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. This is like literally, I think one of like, I mean, for me, this is just like such a quintessential Diana Ross song. You yeah. Know? You know, she always, <laughs> if you ever see go to drag shows and you ever see them do Diana Ross, if you ever, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but know. they give her like extra long fingers and arms because she was notorious for having longer arms. So she'd like reach out and the drag queen like put this like eight foot hand yeah. out and like t- touch the audience. Touch everyone. Yeah. That because it was kind of like this, this, this joke. But like, so after she, when she left the Supremes, like it was uh-huh. 1970 when she left the Supremes and she had her first solo debut album which was called Diana Ross. Okay. Um, and Reach Out and Touch Somebody's Hand was one of the first singles released off of the song. And Ain't No Mountain High Enough was also off of that same album. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough was her first number one single, but this was also a song that was released on the album that yeah. was on her first album that did very well. Um, yeah. She- I obviously know Ain't No, uh, Ain't no Mountain High Enough like you hear that song all the time, but haven't heard the, the next one. Right. So she was also an actress. Oh. She did a few things, and I bet you know some of the things that I'm about to say. At least one or two of the things. Okay. So um, she's an Academy Award-nominated actress for she was um, for her performance in Lady Sings the Blues. And Lady Sings the Blues was a movie, it was a feature film um, that was basically about the life of Billie Holiday. Okay. Billie Holiday is a jazz legend. And I'm, I'm looking at your face right now, and I can tell you don't know who Billie Holiday is. <laughs> so I have to put somebody else on the list. Um, she also starred in a movie called Mahogany in 1975. And this is the one I think you might know. Okay. She was Dorothy in The Wiz. Okay, yeah. I know The Wiz. With Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay, so you, you definitely know that? Yes. Have you seen her in it? Like, now that you're reflecting back? I, Do you remember the Dorothy? I haven't seen... That's the original, right? The, ori- the, yeah. the original she, Wiz? She, she's in the original movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it's been, like, since high school since I've seen it. 
but you but you've seen it but at least, I've seen at it, least yeah. you, you know yeah, what that it's, is it's been a long time okay so this one this next song is kind of um i don't know it's it's i love this song um but i think let's see let's i just i'm just dying to know if you know if you, i'm feeling like you're not gonna know who the fuck this is like okay How many guys have you said that to, Jay? <laughs> Too many to count. I wish you guys could be here in the studio watching Brian and start these songs. <laughs> we need to start live streaming this shit because, I don't know, I'm feeling this. She is feeling it. So this song is called Touch Me in the Morning. Like I said, how many Touch people? How many, how many guys have you said that to, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're like in the morning, in the night, in the bathroom, <laughs> at <laughs> church, wherever, at, at church, in the restaurant. <laughs> what do you? What do you? Do you, so? Are you feeling like you know her a little bit, or you're like? Um, so wh- what was it recently that she's still alive, right? Diana yes, Ross. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they recently just did like a tribute to Diana Ross at a award show like last year or recently they did they did a, a tribute to her i remember specifically and then hearing some queens talk about seeing her at like the abbey in la yeah so she was at the abbey and she was out and she was dancing to a remix of ain't no mountain high enough uh- <laughs> So they were filming her like dancing to one of her own mixes, which yeah. was like really super cool. And it was at the Abbey because my friend was there. Yeah. And he sent me a fucking picture. And yeah. I was like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. They were like, yeah, she was just in the in the the crowd just dancing, like living her true self. I'm like, shit, that's I mean, amazing. This is a woman who was named female entertainer of the century. Wow. The century. <laughs> Not the decade. <laughs> the Century by Billboard magazine. She's in the Guinness Book of World Records. They declared oh her gosh. the most Guinness Book of World Records declared her the most successful female artist in history. What? Mm-hmm. Mostly because of her success not only in the United States but also in the UK and having okay. like more hits than any female artist in the charts. Wow. She she had a career total of 70 hit singles. 70 like, can you even 70? fucking imagine that? That that includes her with her alone and with the Supremes, but she gets, yeah. you know, she gets the credit for the Supreme stuff. Wow. Um, and that's why she was, to, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame in 1988. Yeah. So, Where as, as a been? member of the Supremes, as a member of the Supremes, <laughs> with Mary Wilson and Florence Ballard, who are the, are the other Supremes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty, and I think what you might be talking about, she was the recipient of the Kennedy Center honors in 2007. So maybe, maybe there was something like when she yeah. was, because the Kennedy Center has like performances yeah, and yeah, it's a yeah, tribute yeah, yeah. and you know, it's a really big deal. So yeah, that's that, probably what was you, like a, the Emmy, like a Oscar or something, not Oscars, but um, an Emmy or something. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Um, um, so, and, and then she was also given the presidential medal of freedom in 2016 by, Wow. I don't know what president gave it to her, actually. I'm thinking about this. I'm assuming it's Barack Obama. Um, yeah. 2016. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it was not President Trump. <laughs> and here's, here's also a crazy thing. Ready for this? Uh-huh. So as many singles and as many hits as she had, yeah. all right, she was nominated 12 times for a Grammy Award. Wow. Okay, but she never won. 
What? She only won. She only gets has says the only reason that someone will say she has a Grammy award is because she earned the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2012. So, so she that had, may have been maybe what, that's that, what it that's was. What I'm yeah, that, maybe about. that's yeah. where you saw her. Okay. So she did. So technically, she has a Grammy because of the Lifetime Achievement. Yeah. But she never got a Grammy for the work directly. What? I know. Isn't isn't that, that crazy? Is crazy? Isn't that crazy how that happens? Yeah, but you guys actually because I know you you vote on that right. Uh, you're a member, so you get to vote. So like it's other artists that are voting for the Grammys. Well, right? I didn't Isn't vote that? then, girl. I wasn't around then. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't I was voting. just thinking like recently, I don't know when like her last like nomination was. I mean, we're talking more about the time that she was big, but here's the thing. Like, yeah. yes, as a voting member, you know, the, the 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 Grammys vote. But who knows what she was up against? I don't know who was, you know, yeah. running against her that year or what the deal was. Yeah. And it could have just been one of those like a Meryl Streep thing, you know, where it's like, yeah. how, are you, how are you this famous and you don't have an Oscar? How are yeah. you this famous and you don't have a Grammy? Uh-huh. So it's it's um, it's pretty crazy. Um, I want to play crazy. a song for you that um, is, is one of my favorite songs, and I'm probably guessing that it's a lot of people's favorite song. And, you know, I used to work with Christine W. I was her backup singer, as you know. Mm-hmm. And she re recorded this song and um, released it as a dance track. So listen up. Song? I know this one. How do you know? Do you know because of Christy W, like the remix, or you just know from hearing it around? Like I you just actually know have heard it in the club, I'm, I'm sure. In the club? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Christy W's version. But yeah, yeah. The, the Boss was, you know, was a huge hit for her. Um, and, you know, it was it was a song, like I said, that Christine W did. And it was just, it was kind of a, I don't think it was kind of a sassy song. I know. It's like, for a woman to be like, I'm 1979, yeah. bitch. And, you know, I know you don't know who these people are. I'm not even going to, like, try to ask you this. But okay. um, have you heard of Ashford and Simpson? No. Uh, okay, so Ashford and Simpson were <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I, so it doesn't really matter if you don't know who they are but they started writing and producing a lot of her stuff and they're they were singers in themselves they were uh you know writer producers um and they were they were amazing and they kind of took over with her in the 19 late 1970s early 80s and kind of produced a lot of stuff with her uh-huh. that we're going to find out even more about in just a minute but i want to before we you know like wrap things up here i want to talk about why do you think she's a gay icon like why do you how do you see her as you know contributing or why do you think the gays that were attracted to her I don't know. I mean, I a no lot idea. of people would say, A, it's probably her glitz and glamour. 
Yeah, and she just I has mean, the like big diva voice, you know. I mean, you know, they they were glamorous, and and you know, we always loved we loved shimmering gowns and yeah. fabulousness, and and you know, big hair, big hair and just and all that stuff. And so I think so that was theatrical. definitely yeah, definitely something. Now, yeah, I think another reason, and certainly maybe in in you know, I'd say in the eighties, nineties, more nineties and two thousands. She was um, very <clears throat> well known as RuPaul actually said again and again that Diana Ross was his or her childhood idol. Oh, actually, I've, I, I saw an interview with him saying that. Yeah, um, he actually co-starred in the music video, um, one of the music videos for her. And um, and also, you know, she appeared on his talk show when he had, a, RuPaul had his talk show oh, on VH1. Yeah. So she came and appeared on the talk show. Oh, um, wow. And that was like 1996. Yeah. And so, you know, here, like, here was RuPaul kind of like bringing this yeah. this diva into the gay world and we were all watching RuPaul at the time and yeah. following RuPaul and what Ru was doing yeah. so I think that definitely helped now this song let me just tell you this is this is for me this is kind of what I really really remember you know kind of just starting to get into this listen up So you know the song. I know this one, yeah. Boy, you turned me inside out and round and round. Yes. Yeah, I like this one. You do? Yeah, this one's so catchy. It is catchy, right? It just like gets stuck in your head. And that was another one that she um, worked with Ashford and Simpson on, so it's kind of yeah, okay, kind of cool. Now, let's continue on with our little like, why was she a gay icon? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, her thoughts on gay marriage were way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. She, um, I remember the, uh, hearing, well, I can't remember exactly where it was that I saw this, but, you know, I was young at the time, obviously. But she said that, she, this is a quote, love is love and maybe you don't need it to be legal. That's oh. what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. And then she, she continued on and said, it seems like girls, guys, whatever, should be able to live together without a legal contract. And, you know, back then saying something like that was huge. Yeah, really huge. She was like an advocate before anybody else. Exactly. Remember we were talking about with our last artist with Donna Summers about being that advocate. Mm-hmm. And this, this is one of the things like she was just like way ahead of her time. Um, she also um, was a star on, like I said, the big screen. So that that helped a lot with Ladies mm-hmm. Sings the Blues and Mahogany yep. and The Wiz. But it's speculated. It's not necessarily a fact, but that the Broadway production that went and was turned into the movie of... Um, of Dreamgirls uh-huh. was a drama based on the life of the Supremes and Barry Gordy, who basically oh, worked. Barry Gordy worked at Motown. He yeah. was the, right, and he was the uh-huh. one that discovered them. So it said that it's based on that, and that the character Dina, the lead character yeah. Dina, is like kind of a, a Diana Ross. Oh, okay, yeah. and 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 in a, like this, in, in passing the baton kind of thing to the other performer in the movie. Yeah, um, is another lead singer from a girl group, and that would be. Think about it. What other who who would Diana Ross be passing the baton to that was in a girl group that is now her own diva? Beyonce, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, she's smoke coming out of her ears over here. Come on, you got to work with me, girl. I'm trying. Okay, I'm then this is what I think really brought her to the forefront of the gay world. This was, is, still is, and at the time was a gay anthem. 
Okay. It was about us. It was for us. And I'll tell you about a little bit about it in just a second. But this is, uh, this is. I'm sure I know it. Yeah, I, I'm, I know you know it. Hold okay. on. <laughs> Here we go. This one. Oh yeah, I know this one. You know this one because it's sampled in a song, right? Uh huh. It's sampled in a song right now because you were t- you were singing it to me. Remember we were driving in the car and yeah. you, you were singing "I'm Coming Out" and it was part of some rap and oh, you were like, "I'm like this." You know yeah. who this is singing and you're like, "No." It this. was that P Diddy song, right? And yeah, you're, right. Hi, okay. hi. And the girl resings that. How and this is the song. There it is. This is where it came from. Okay, yeah. So I remember. I'm gonna let this play for a second while I tell you about like one of the biggest diva moments on I think the planet fucking earth okay so when she performed at the Super Bowl in 1996 okay okay this she actually was lowered onto the stage by a sparkler (laughs) embellished crane wait right Uh, lowered on the stage did her performance and then guess how she left the stadium on a helicopter. A fucking helicopter. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I a, knew it. On a fucking... This is the performance Joe was talking about. I need to watch. Yes. Okay. That you need all to right, watch. All Bitch right, I gotta watch it. in a fucking helicopter. <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> I mean, like, you just don't like... That's just like, what? That's called the entrance and an exit. <laughs> right? That's I mean, amazing. and it's funny that song was written um, was written by. Well, it's really quick. Let me tell you how that song came apart. How that song actually happened. That song happened because um, one of the writers, Niall Rogers, mm-hmm. went to a drag performance that had a whole bunch of Diana Rosses impersonators. Okay. Yeah, and he was just inspired to um, to write that song after he was there because it was like, wow, you know, um, this is the whole like amazing thing that's happening here um, in terms of like, you know, these Diana Rosses and they need a voice and disco was apparently dead at the time. Okay. So they wrote this kind of disco-ish like upside down song and then decided to follow it up with this. So it's just kind of a, it was just kind of a really, um, it's a kind of a cool, it reached number five and it was really a stepping stone for those really needing to come out. And it was yeah. like, something that we could like identify with. And I, I remember when I lived in West Hollywood her they filmed the video for this yeah. and it was like on it was I think it was on a pride float and I remember it was like okay. 2 o'clock in the morning I was living in West Hollywood and I'm like I'm getting my ass up so I got <laughs> my ass up and bitch was on a float with all these fucking gay people like you have to go watch the music video because it's it's really it's really really fucking amazing it sounds and, amazing and and just recently on October I think it was uh, no August it was August um, that they scored another one she scored another number one billboard top dance hit mm-hmm. with I'm coming out slash upside down 2018. So they basically mashed uh. up I'm coming out and upside down 2018. Um, a lot of people did it. Eric Cooper, uh, Chris Cox, Stonebridge and a bunch of stuff. So um, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Um, and lastly, I'll say, you know, if you ever if talking about Broadway, um, there was a, mo- a musical called Motown, which many believe is also yeah. based on, on the life of the Supremes and uh-huh. Diana Ross and Barry Gordy. So uh, yeah. What did you think? What did you think about today? 
I mean, I I love her. She's it's a amazing. lot. It's a lot. She's I know. amazing. I mean, I of course I've heard Diana Ross, and of course I I I I have heard her music. It just didn't. It's hard for me to right now to like uh, to like put the song with the the artist. But right. hey, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm learning. That's, that's why you're here. And I know we only have thirty minutes, so it's so hard to get the real full picture of an artist in thirty minutes. But I yeah. just and I try to hit the highlights for you just to give you an idea and stuff that'll like, interest you and fun little facts. So yeah. hopefully we're doing that for you guys. And if you guys have any suggestions on who we might bring to the show, what artists we might talk about, please feel free to reach out to us via email. You can reach us um, through our website at reallyqueenradio.com um, or Instagram, or we're now on Facebook. So anywhere that you want to reach out for us, let us know. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or comments, let us know. We really appreciate it. And, you know, like... Please tell your friends, spread the word, yeah, guys, leave a please. recommendation. We'd, we'd love to have a rating and recommendation on Facebook. So, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Are you it's good? over. It's so quick. It's so, it's so quick. I, I don't know. It's so quick. But thank you guys for listening. Don't thank forget to guys. hit us up. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. ready for the House of Pride Radio Tweeka Turner. We we missed her last week and we're so excited to have her in our presence. Hi Tweeka. Hey, turn up number two, baby. <laughs> wow, you only guys have a half hour, but it's a half hour of fabulousness. <laughs> I love Thank Diana you. Ross. Jay, did you learn a lot today? I learned a lot today. <laughs> well, here's a, a question for you. You were talking about how she left on a helicopter. What was the song they played? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Anyone? It was, her new, it was her new one at the at the time. Unfortunately, it didn't wasn't a chart a chart topper. What was it? It was "Take Me Higher." Oh. <laughs> Here's a little sample of that. I know you guys have to leave. Uh, are you on your own way out. Heading over to the edge, limping over to the edge, I should say. All right. Folks, if you need something to do tonight, go to the Castro. Check out Brian and his gang at the edge. Right now, here's Diana Ross. Take me higher. We'll be right back with more House of Pride Radio.
just about... All right, all right. House of Pride Radio. That was uh, Brian Ken and Jay doing their fabulous intro half hour entitled Really Queen. I'm your host for the rest of the show, Tweeka Turner, here with my co host, Raza Vitalia. Italia. Vitalia. I, Italia. Why do I always get that wrong? Hey, it's so all crazy. good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good I'm multitasking, Raza. I have a I dog in that. one hand. I was going to get a picture of that, actually. <laughs> uh, welcome. Uh, it's nice having you as a, as a co host. I'm you. really feeling it. Well, yes. we have a, a fun show for the rest Ooh. of uh, the 30 minutes or so because we're going to be. Um, interviewing uh uh miss dj miss freeze Ooh, miss freeze yes fantastic i'm so excited i can't wait before we do that let's catch up with you what's going on well happy holidays it's december all the good energies out there now i'm looking forward to doing lots of events and parties and bringing all the joy to people um I'm going to be doing, actually, tomorrow, Tourette's Without Regrets, which is at the Oakland Metro Opera House in Oakland, California. Um, And this is going to be a super fantastic show. It's uh, brought to you by Jamie DeWolf, and Mm -hmm. he is um, a well-known performer and a spoken word artist around the Bay Area and uh, around the USA. He goes over to schools and does lots of spoken word and uh, rap battles with kids and encourages them to be positive through uh, spoken word. So he's uh, quite a phenomenon here in the Bay Area. Awesome. Now, Raza, for the folks who don't know, what is your specialty? My specialty. Well, I have uh, many specialties. My specialties <laughs> as an artiste, um, I am well known as a dancer and dancer of many different world music forms, uh, including belly dance and samba and Bollywood and salsa and mambo. And I also uh, have created some electronic dance music that I have saying and actually i know that dj tweaka turner has created uh a remix of one of my songs uh, or make the quake remix and i love that remix it is my absolute favorite remix oh thank you mm-hmm. but uh yeah so you have <laughs> you've been performing a lot you've, mm-hmm. you're doing some awesome uh moves some dance and, and different genres of dance in and around the bay area folks go to raza's uh, facebook page or website to catch up on on all the latest um collaborations and events that she will be doing this holiday season we oh, are in the holiday season yes, now uh, i think it's what is how third day of hanukkah or fourth i can't remember I think it's the third third cl- happy yeah. third day of hanukkah and hanukkah. Hanukkah. christmas will be coming up yes christmas in a and couple of weeks can't believe it how fast it's moving along 2018 well we, mm-hmm. we here at house pride radio is so happy to be a part of our community in san francisco and around the nation and maybe even the world uh we're doing our part here trying to be a little light shining Right. For those who need some guidance, come on in. Come on in. The House of Pride. Call us. 415-550-0511. Anyone who just wants to call and say hello, uh, we're going to be calling uh, 
over in the Midwest. I think Illinois will be talking to DJ Miss Freeze. Miss Freeze over there. Uh, Going to catch up on what she's been doing. She uh, is a resident DJ. Um, and Is she a resident DJ in San Francisco or over where she is? How would she be a resident? I don't know. I don't know if she's come here for, <laughs> on tour for a month. Maybe. How did you meet this person? Um, on social. On social. You're a big fan, big fan of the music? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> don't you like dance music? Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. I cannot wait to hear. Are you going to put on some of the music now for listeners while we make a phone call? Call her, call her out there in Midwest? Uh, yes, because yes. <laughs> Love DJ Freeze has actually gone and made us a holiday mixtape. So, oh, fantastic! We'll we'll listen to a little bit of that, and then we'll give her a ring to get us in the mood. Um, that's super exciting, and um, that is really nice. Yeah, we are in the holiday she, mood here. She is, of course, is a resident DJ at that uh, wonderful establishment called Leather Stallion. Leather Stallion. Yes, folks. Looking for something to do in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Go to Leather Stallion. We're going to hear all about that. But first, let's, let's warm up now as uh, DJ Freeze has given us a lovely mixtape to get us in the holiday mood, Raza. Holiday mood. What do you think about that? I love it. Okay, folks. Don't go anywhere. Uh, relax or dance. Put on the disco lights. Here is DJ Miss Freeze. It's time to go back, 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 back in time. The best mixes from DJ Free.
a school guy. Kissing Susie Q, you dropped a bomb on me. Stretch it, stretch it, flex it, flex it. Give me the permission, okie dokie, I'll bless it. Press it like Buddha, Buddha as the best. We can let out at the love and put your head on my chest.
You're listening to Miss DJ Freeze Holiday Mix, sounding fabulous. Raza, are you with us? With you. Are you having a good time? I'm dancing away here. I love it. (laughs) Me too. Well, let's pause for a moment because we have uh, the artist herself on the phone with us. Can you hear us, Miss Freeze? Sure can. Hey, welcome back. How are you? Great, and you? I'm doing good. Uh, I have my co-host Raza with us. Hi, Hi Miss Freeze. How are you? Fine. Trying <laughs> to stay warm. Oh yes, we are. But I can imagine out there it's really double. double are you freezing? Are you freezing? Are you freezing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. That I love that. <laughs> so you're a resident DJ at the. Italian Stallion? No, Leather Stallion. <laughs> the Leather Stallion in what city again? Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, wow. Ohio. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? How are you keeping your patrons warm this this holiday season? There? Not a protein here because a lot of my events are outside in the, on the patio in the tent. No. Hmm. We, got, <laughs> we got eight torpedo heaters out there. Big, big torpedo ones that stand up. Mm-hmm. It's toasty in there. <laughs> That's also a motivating factor just to get people up and dancing just to stay warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do do the clothes come off over there? Uh, the leather boys? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, all right. They so this sounds exciting. <laughs> we have underwear parties there. The bears have events there. The puppies have events there. The leather. We have lots of leather events like Miss Ohio Leather. No boy and slave and master. And there's a lot of leather because it's only leather bar in Cleveland. It's been there 40 years in the same place. It's it's the premier leather bar in Cleveland, folks. So if you are headed to Cleveland and you're looking for something to do, House of Pride recommends going to check out DJ Freeze at the Leather Stallion. Now, do you have a lot of guys? Do you have to wear leather, or can you just come in? Can you? Do you have? Is leather essential, or can you come in jeans and? Come in anything you want. Come in anything you want. Leather event. They wear leather. Yes. Sounds hot. So what's going on this weekend? Uh, At the leather stand this weekend, uh, I have no idea. I'm doing two events for the LGBT community center. I'm doing a party Friday night for a fundraiser for. Um, autism mm-hmm. for them, and I'm doing another fundraiser the next day for them for another event. 
I don't oh. know what the science got so, going on. Oh, you're off-site this weekend. Oh, okay. So you're doing... No, two- um, the LGB Community Center in Cleveland has me do a lot of events for them. Yeah. Uh, like Pride and stuff. So when I'm available, they snatch me. Great. Oh. And I'm sure, you know, it's the holiday season. Everyone's doing some sort of event. Um, and then when do you roll back over to the Leather Stallion? Um, I don't. Not until next year. I'm booked every weekend. Mm-hmm. With Great. the LGBT Community Center, and then I'm DJing at another gay bar in Cleveland called Cleveland Cocktail, and mm. I'm DJing there New Year's Eve for their big New Year's bash. Oh, fabulous! What kind of bar is that? That's a bar that do a lot of shows. Oh, like a, like drag, drag, shows? Yes, a lot of drag shows? Oh, we like that, don't we, Raza? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what is a uh, some of the um, flam like uh, colorful, not flamboyant queens over there? Are there any names that come to mind? Oh yeah, there's Erica Martinez. She's very well known. She's been in the community for a long time. Uh, Melissa Ross comes and forth every now and then does shows for us. Here. There's Twiggy Morgan. Shout out to all these queens in Cleveland. Hey, ladies. There's so many. (laughs) But I don't do a lot of shows for them uh, unless they're at the Leather Stallion and do events like uh, Robin Hearts and then the eighth, Melissa. No, I see. um, They're doing a big drag show at the Stallion on the eighth, which they asked me to DJ, but I was already booked for another event. So they're not happy, but. I'm sorry. That's what I told him. You should have asked me before. It's nice to be in demand, DJ Freeze. Oh, really? I mean, I love to work with the queens, but sometimes they're just disorganized to me. I don't know. Because back in the day, in the 70s and 80s, when I was doing shows, the drag queens either sang live or we did everything off a vinyl. They Mm. give you their phone or a flash drive. (laughs) <laughs> yes, uh, the phone, how obnoxious. I don't like that. I know. It's, it's annoying because they give you a iPhone and it doesn't have the uh, jack in it. And they look at you like, uh, how come you're not prepared? Uh, hello, how come you're not prepared? I think in 2019, you should set down some basic rules. No no iPhones. Just I, I A memory stick is okay with me, but... I try to pine away and try to get those MP3s emailed prior. I know. Exactly. <laughs> get get them all on playlist. But uh, it is what it is. It's just because during showtime, it can get hectic. Raza, you know that. Oh, yeah. Gotta be all Especially prepared. Especially got eight or nine drag queens. Oh. <laughs> you know, surprises galore. Drama, drama. <laughs> <laughs> Changing a number two minutes well. before taking the stage, things like that. Losing an eyelash. <laughs> I, I heard like electronic Did buzz. I heard electronic buzz when you said losing an eyelash. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I once lost an eyelash and it, it ended up on the toilet seat of in the bathroom and somebody found it and they thought I was having, s- having sex. Oh, you oh. <laughs> died. Yes, I can, we can hear you. Can you hear us? I can hear you now. Oh, good. Don't, don't, don't. I know you're in don't Cleveland and it's cold over there. We don't want to lose you. Stay warm. Oh, are you inside? What, what are you doing? Right now? Yeah. I'm getting, I'm actually getting music ready for uh, my events I got coming up. I got six computers, so each computer has a different function with a different controller. Mm-hmm. 
nightmare. Six computers, good lord. <laughs> well, every computer has a function. One computer just strictly has EDM and house. One computer has 50, 60, 70, 80, 90s, rock and everything. Those are, that's what I use for weddings. And then the other two computers have top 40, top dance, you know. Oh my God, she categorizes her music by computers. By computers. I just use photos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? A lot of events I go to, I don't need to take all that music. Especially when I go to the sky and I take the one computer that has nothing but uh, 80s and 90s house EDM circuit trance you know that stuff yeah so that's what I play there what songs in the in electronic club music is exciting you right now anything coming to mind um I get so many remixes from some uh, Twisted D sends me a lot of great stuff mm -hmm. which I really love um Tracy um what's her name um she sends me some stuff too um, but I really like, I really like the like the circuit pop uh, mushups that they've been sending out lately. That is really good. Hmm. Um, but I really don't have a favorite. Is there anything play, anything um, really resonating on the dance floor? The last couple of weeks. Um. Yeah. Um. That girl that sings electricity. Uh, Dee Delano, whatever her name is. They really love that song. They really like the Janet Jackson remix of um, what, Made For You or whatever it is. Yeah. They really like that. Made, it's called Made For Now, that one, I think. I know, it's close. Yep. I just know, I just know when I see it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I have like 300 and some thousand songs on the hard drive, and it's so hard to keep track of everything. So actually, besides having categories, I don't categorize in years. Like... December 2018, uh, November 2018. It's, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of good music. I'm a, I'm a remix on the, the Debbie Holiday song. It's number eight on Billboard Club called Waiting, yeah, I just got that. Waiting for a Lifetime. Do you have that one yet? We're going to send it to you uh, if you don't. I, I don't think I got it from you, but I got it from somebody else, and it was really good. I got it from Dirty Disco. Dirty Disco, yeah. They, they, you know, Mark is so great. Mark sends me stuff, you know, in my email, and he goes, check, check it out, give it a try at your club. Uh, he gave me two songs the other day, and I played that to Stallion, I was there Saturday. The boys loved it. Awesome. The two latest ones you just posted, yeah. Can I send you my mix, and you can sample it on the dance floor, see if it works? I can do that. I can do that. Uh, matter of fact, I can do it this weekend. Awesome! I didn't know that's what you. I didn't know like you could just do that. I it's thought exciting. I thought the companies had to send it out, like the promo promotion guys. But um, well, D no, Dirty Disco is their is their like their own promotion. They they have a label. They remix. They do video now. I think, and they're all over the place. Love those guys. Uh, and they, they do everything. Yeah. Yeah, and of course they own the Eagle in Houston and um and um Hamburger Mary's. Mm. And then one yeah, other. I want to go out there. You should. You should DJ out there at the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your leather. <laughs> I want to go there and visit. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you. Let me know when you're going. I've never been there either. I want to go down to Houston, too. We should all go, folks. Um, yeah. Yeah, vacation yeah, destination. Mm -hmm. Remember I told you about Claw last time we talked? Cleveland Leather Awareness Week, where they have uh, like 5,000 gay men from leather men from all over the world come. Cleveland. Oh, they come to Cleveland. Seminars and show. It's coming up in April. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Are you a, a part yeah. of that event? Yes, I'm actually 
my six-year DJ now. I'm the most requested DJ for the for the event, for the big parties. But I can, I'm only so many, so many, so many places. So are are I you known as a up. are you known as a leather DJ? No, I'm just the only girl DJ in that because it's all that's all men. <laughs> <laughs> are you the only female DJ in Cleveland? No, I'm the only female DJ in for a call, but I'm not the only female DJ in the gay clearing community. Yes, huh. in the straight community, no. Mm. But I DJ for the straight people as well. I DJ at two straight clubs. Oh, nice! So well she gets around, Rosa. Yeah, she gets around Cleveland. Yeah. Well, I've been yeah. DJing for since 1973. I'm a vital baby. I don't like oh, yeah. people crap. Wow, that's. But there's no bars that can bring that to have turntables anymore because DJs nowadays don't know. Wow, you 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 um represent such a history. Yes. Yeah. Were you around uh, when the flats were there in Cleveland? Yes, I actually DJ in the flats at the Beach Club, Heaven Earth, Run Runners. Um, matter of fact, Earth just closed. It was at the uh, Odeon. Earth just closed and went up the hill to Tequila Ranch. Yes. Yeah, all the bars down there. I was DJing down there in the 80s and 90s. I loved it. That was mm-hmm. when it was at the peak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I did crazy. a show at Peabody's. Do you remember Peabody's? I used to DJ Peabody's. Mm-hmm. She's DJed oh, at every oh. venue. <laughs> <laughs> I've been DJing so long, it's just crazy, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> this is fabulous. I love Cleveland, but yeah. I really want to get out. It's too cold. It's freezing. <laughs> we know all about that. We're from the East Coast. Yeah, well, Cleveland gets pretty damn cold, though, the Midwest. I'm right on top of the lake. I'm next to like my apartment is. Well, oh. yeah, I lived in Buffalo. I know how it is. It's cold, ain't it? Cold. Do you have a special like special someone to keep you warm, Miss Freeze? <laughs> do you have Mr. <laughs> Freeze? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have someone special to keep you warm this so winter? My partner, 21 years. Oh. Ooh. Mr. and Mrs. 21 Freeze? 21 years we've been together. Mm-hmm. For it, my birthday, she bought me some CDJs and a mixing board. She well, bought me a... CDJ well, 800 nice. and a 900 mixer. Well, she's so supportive. Let's <laughs> oh, do a shout out. What, what's her name? Tommy. Tammy? Tommy. 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 Shout out to Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Taking care of your lady. <laughs> yes, keeping her warm. <laughs> <laughs> Melting some of that ice around the deep freeze. <laughs> you, know, you, know, she really, you know she really loves me. I, mean, I, I, did, I lost um, a lot of weight in the last seven months. I let myself get overweight. I saw a picture of you on an exercise machine. <laughs> yes, I lost 127 pounds in seven months. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a lot. It's gone. Yes. I know. And my partner bought me for my, for my house an elliptical, a treadmill, and a, a, a bike that's on a tension bar. And you can actually ride the bike in the house and stuff. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> so I think she's trying to tell me lose some weight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the subtle hints that our partners. <laughs> no, when it snows outside, I can't go outside. Yeah. Oh my God! It's like I want to hibernate and just eat ice cream and cake and everything. And cookies yeah. and milk. I know. And it's the worst month too. So you have the exercise equipment at the right time. Yes. <laughs> and I also belong to a gym. I belong to Planet Fitness, which is really great. Hmm. It's only three three minutes from my house. Oh, that's good. Or twenty minutes with snow, huh? <laughs> oh, I won't. I walked in the snow the other day for my doctor's appointment. It was like two miles, and I felt great. Well, you know, losing all that weight, you must feel like a different person. 
I do. I mean, I would drop three sizes in my pants, and I feel great. I actually can walk without going. <laughs> That's an inspirational oh, yeah. story. God, mm-hmm. I'm going to remember uh, that one. So I, I yeah. that go, oh my God, you look so good because you don't have so much weight. I really have a lot more to go. I have. A, I want to put my goal weight 150 pounds. Well, I think by next um, by next winter I can have it done. By our next interview, you'll, you'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep it going. That's wonderful. Tell us a little bit about the um, scene for the ladies over in Cleveland. Is there much of one? You know, there's only, we have so many gay bars in Cleveland. Now we only have three. Oh. And what one happens? is the Letter Stallion, one is Vibe, and one is Twist. Twist is a social club with basically mixed. Uh, they have video DJs and they have a DJ, and then they have Vibe, which is a corner bar, but they have girls and guys, but more guys than girls, and they have a DJ every now and then, and then there's another Stein, and that's us, and the rest is, uh, most of the women don't go out because, tell you the truth, the women in Cleveland do not support their own bars. There was a lot of women, there was a lot of women bars in Cleveland, and the women won't support, so they end up closing. It's sad. How did the how did the, like young women meet each other? It is just through social platforms. Um, I have no like social media. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I don't look for women. I have a partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, do they but, come to your events? Just, just putting it out there. So. Yes, yeah. yes, they do. They must come to your events, they, though. You must see them. Yes, they no? come to events. They go to Pride. They go to a lot yeah. of social events. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot sense. of the younger girls don't know who I am. The older women know who I am, right. but a lot of the younger women do not know who I am. So they look at you like, when they say it's a legendary DJ on the, on the back, so they go, never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I know, it's, it's so, it's like um, all these new generations, you have to like kind of, you know, introduce yourself to the next generation coming up, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Have, yeah. th- have them expose them to you. Yeah, in person. Yeah. <laughs> well, they know me now. When I DJ Pride this year, they actually had me. I was on the stage this year, and I had me where people could see me. And I had about two thousand kids literally dancing at Top Forty Pop because that's what they know. They don't know club music like I play at the Stallion. They're like they like they look at they like what is that? So mm-hmm. I got to play something that they know. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. But they were dancing and throwing hands. They were going crazy. You thought I was throwing my candy. <laughs> were they were they into the the like um, trap and rap music? Hip-hop? No, 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 no. They wanted top forty pop at the only radio. Okay. There's no club radio station here. There's only they only play top forty pop stuff and hip hop. Like Ariana Grande and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Rihanna and Pink and things that they know they'll dance to. Yeah, the stuff and you I'm hear on the radio. Yes. Okay. Yes, that you know. Yeah. Pop, pop is. Pop. So when, when is the pride that in in Cleveland? Is the pride this year is going to be June second, I think. Oh, okay. It's early. It's early. Earlier. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah, because it's because we only had three we only had three months of good weather here. Uh, <laughs> right, you gotta do it right then. Squeeze it in early. <laughs> That's funny. You never know. It snowed in July here once. Right? Oh, I, I believe it. Happened here. Oh God. Uh huh. 
Oh, yeah. I've never been to Cleveland. No. You got a ton of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is yes. here. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got great museums here. You know, we should take some kind of trip where we'll go to all these like establishments and meet the DJs and stuff. Maybe like a House of Pride, you know, adventure. We'll, we'll work work on that. That would be uh, for Pride. That would be fun. That would be fun. Absolutely. Come for Pride. Well, and you could do live broadcast from the club and say, "Here, this is what we're going here." Oh yeah. Yeah. Interview some folks. Get get the flavor. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, we're gonna go out with House Pride, listening to more of your your uh, fun holiday mix that you sent us. Um, yeah, that was a, a mix I just put together. A fun, poppy, number one hit from through the years. It's not usually what I play, but I think it was something different for your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're enjoying it. Oh, we love it. Yeah. We're halfway through, so we'll, we'll finish it up with the rest of it. Um, oh, you're going to love it. Yeah, it's the it's the mini party mix 2018. DJ Miss Freeze is the remixer DJ thank you for the music and thank you for a fabulous interview catching up with you over there in Cleveland mm-hmm. well, how do we you. how do we find you do we find you online on Facebook you yeah you can find me on Facebook I have six Facebook pages but oh. if you find a DJ Freeze you'll find one of them DJ Freeze I noticed you had a lot I'm like oh is somebody I, well I, one is a lesbian page one is my professional music page one is my professional DJ page and one is my page with all my friends and one of the pages that you're on with all my DJ friends. Gotcha. That's how I get my music. Just like, yeah, <laughs> just like how you organize your music on your computers. <laughs> I organize my Facebook. I want to have my own personal page with my real name. If I told you my real name, you probably just laugh yourself with that. Oh, uh, you, um, oh, it's not, it's not, um, Tony, no. It's not Tony. It's Karen. Isn't uh, that weird? Oh, it's Karen. Okay. Karen. Yes. Karen in yes. Cleveland. Karen Sue. Oh, Karen Sue. That's Karen cute. <laughs> <laughs> Did you grow up on a farm? <laughs> no, my parents do. That's why I got that stupid name. <laughs> here comes this. Here comes the tornado, Karen Sue. Hurry up, quick! <laughs> we got to get into the storm cellar. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That name is so ugly. I can't stand it. Aww. That's why everybody calls me. Uh, Freeze or Tony, or they call me, you know, Freezerama. They call me Freezerama. <laughs> Freezerama. I like Freezerama. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us here tonight on House of Pride Radio. I know it's a little later over there in Cleveland. And, it's only 10.30. Oh, okay, it's not too bad. But, uh, well, let's uh, close, uh, Roz, let's close out yes, with more of... Miss Freeze's music. Um, well, you have a good rest of your night getting your music together and success on all of your gigs coming up. And we'll touch base uh, next year in 2019. And don't forget to send me your mix. I'll send it. Yes, Debbie Holiday cranking it out. Top 10. Go, Debbie, go. Um, thanks, um, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Sue. Karen Sue. Karen <laughs> Sue. That's well, cute. Well, thank you for having me, and I really enjoy making mixes for you, so I really do. They're just something that's just fun for me to do, and I enjoy doing it. Thank you so much for it. We love playing it, and we're going to play more right now, folks. So get your party shoes on and dance to DJ Freeze. Freeze-O-Rama. Yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs>
a huge old house. I rent a room in the house. Listen, baby girl. I ain't got a motorboat, but I can float your boat. So listen, baby girl. Once you get a dose of dough, you go on some more. So listen, baby girl. When I make it, I want you there.
You've been listening to the House of Pride show. What a fabulous show. I'm your host, Tweeka Turner, and my co-host, Raza. Hey, what's up, House of Pride Radio? Say hello, say hello. We're actually signing off, Raza. We're signing off. (laughs) All right. Well, it's been another fabulous Wednesday. Join us next Wednesday for more. Uh, Next Wednesday, we're having some local talent come in to perform for us here and for you as well. Happy holidays, everyone. See you next Wednesday on the House of Pride Show. House of Pride. Happy holidays. Lamb of God. Anyway, there's this whole song that rugby has about why Jesus can't play rugby, but most of it's pretty rugby specific. I don't know if you guys would get most of it, but there's one line in there where they're like, Jesus can't play rugby because his dad would fix the games. Face it, it's true. Anyway, Jesus, right? Born of a virgin. Absentee father. I don't know. Maybe you are kind of Mexican. (laughs) Definitely a little bit black. Boom! All right, that was a cheap shot. That was terrible. (laughs) It was was terrible. It was terrible. Maybe I'll burn in hell eternally for that one. Or do you forgive me? Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Anyway, that's all the Jesus material I got. I don't know what else to say. Maybe our next time we'll have more miracles. All right, thank you, Mutiny. Fuck yeah, keep it going for Matthew Quirk, everybody. Reading us his jokes in cuneiform off his inscribed tablets. Keep it going for him. Hi, welcome. You guys are just in time. We're roasting Jesus and we haven't passed the donation bin yet. So <laughs> just kidding. What is it called? The donation? Um, donation plate. Plate. <laughs> is a plate deep enough though? Because <laughs> it's a lot of money they ask for. <laughs> Anyhow, buddy, I know. It takes money to um, do enough drugs to be dressed like you are. It does. All right. You guys ready for next comedian? I can't fucking wait because I've never met this guy, but he's from Boston. Are you guys ready for some attitude? You guys ready for the Boston comedian? <laughs> Fuck yeah, you are. Start clapping right now for Chris Post. Yeah. Fuck yes. Thank you, Allison. Um, oh, I, um, I didn't prepare anything. Uh, <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I prepared jokes in general in comedy, but not for, like, roasting Jesus. Um, I should probably get it out of the way, like, up top. I'm, I'm half Jewish and, like, half Catholic, so I don't really feel any of this anymore. I just got, like, worn down over time. Like, um, people are like, you know, you don't look half Jewish, which is true. Um, so, like, 
when my parents first got divorced, we're, we're going to uh, uh, talk about uh, just a couple of weird things. My, when my parents first got divorced, my dad made me go to a Hebrew school uh, uh, to kind of like, it was like him like marking his territory. Like, hey, I'm, I'm Jewish. Uh, you're going to go to Hebrew school. So uh, I, I did. Um, and I look like this. And um, I'm named after a saint. So, yeah, I, I wasn't well received there. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Let's talk about crystal meth. All right. So like, um, so I was smoking meth one time. This is like 10 years ago. I don't, I don't do drugs. I, yeah. I don't have much religious, like other than like talking about like drugs, I, I don't have a lot to talk about. So we're just going to do that. Um, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Did anyone, is anyone going to be like, Oh, I got ripped off here. He's not talking about Jesus. Like, you know, yeah, I mean like I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a beer like that. If you feel like you haven't gotten your money's worth. Cause I didn't talk about Jesus. I, I, I don't know. You know, like Isaac said, like seriously just made me realize how ignorant I am to religion altogether. Cause like, I, I don't know shit about religion. Like I've never read that, whatever the book is called. And like, you know, it's like, yeah. So I don't even know anything about any of this stuff. Um, like, I wouldn't know the Old Testament from the New Testament. Like, I think the only thing I ever learned about the New the Old Testament was, like, from a Patton Oswalt bit. I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I was smoking meth one time. And, um, yeah, uh, hands up. Who in the room has engaged before? Uh, beautiful. All right. So, uh, um, and... I, like I had only snorted it before, and I used to only uh, snort with straws, you know, because dollar bills have germs, as we all know. So like, you know, <laughs> and uh, so I had never uh, uh, smoked it before. And my buddy uh, Pat, uh, he, he he was like, "All right, you gotta suck on the pipe as hard as humanly possible to get the full effects of the meth." So I sucked so hard on it that I actually drooled into the pipe and extinguished the rock of meth. And this dude named Mikey from South Boston, you know, he looked like an extra from Breaking Bad. He just looks at me and he goes, and he's got three missing teeth. He looks at me and he goes, man, can't you do anything right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what tripped me out? I heard it in my dad's voice, you know? It's like I just booted a ground ball in Little League, you know? <laughs> Some bad shit. Um, so, uh, 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 keeping on track with the roast of Jesus, anyone ever get in a fist fight at IHOP? <laughs> All right, all right. Show of hands. How about you? Yeah, come on. Nah, you've smoked meth before. I thought maybe. All right. Hey, who knows? All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so we were at IHOP. Back. You guys have IHOP out here, right? Okay. Uh, for context, if anyone doesn't, it's like Waffle House, but worse. Um, so yeah, like even sadder. Um, actually, Waffle House ain't that bad. Um, but anyways, uh, there's a 24-hour IHOP in Boston, and if you're there after midnight, it's because you're drunk or struck out at the bar and couldn't meet anyone. So pretty much everyone there is in a shit mood. So my friends and I got into like a drunken argument with these guys, and these guys were Russian. Uh, that's not like a segue into like current political climate or anything. They just really happen to be Russian. Uh, th they still are, I'm sure for context, but yeah. Um, so I was so drunk and we got in this screaming match, uh, about who knows what, who, who's ever gotten into a drunken argument with purpose, right? You know, like that doesn't happen. So, uh, uh, we're just yelling at each other and I, I said, 
you know, something to them. And I was so drunk, though, at the time that I realized uh, I forgot basic math because there were five of them and three of us. Okay. So we finish our meal, we pay our check, and we walk outside, and they are standing outside in formation like the Warriors. Okay. You've all seen the film, I presume. If you haven't, you suck. Uh, um, but they're all standing out there in formation, and I immediately thought two things. One, oh, fuck. And uh, two, I want to join these guys, you know? Like, like, they got their shit together, okay? Like, I showed up drinking Colt 45 in a can, all right? And these guys look like they're ready to bust some ass. So, um, I, you know, resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably going to lose. So, I just went up to the guy and took a swing because I'm assertive. And uh, I completely missed. And uh, they were on us like white on rice. And they were kicking the crap out of us. Now, the weirdest thing about that, though, is it wasn't a standard, you know, you know, garden variety, you know, beat down, okay? They uh, beat us up. Uh, with a cane so that's what's fucked up about it absolutely um and two things really bothered me about this it was one uh while they were kicking our ass they were talking to each other in russian and that pissed me off because i felt left out you know like no one wants to feel excluded so second off they were beating us with a cane and you know i was thinking in my head man canes are meant to help people right so there's that so anyways you know they're done with us and my friend and i crawl back to his car and he drives me home and i was home from college for the summer so i go back to my mom's house and i pass out and she like wakes me up and uh she was like we gotta take you to the er okay so she drives me to the er and and, and uh, she takes me to this uh, er called uh, newton wellesley uh in which is in the boston area which would be like if you got into a fist fight and then got it taken to like the berkeley hospital it just undoes all your street cred pretty much and uh we get in there and she admits uh and the nurse is there and she and she was like what the hell happened to you and i'm like i got beat up at ihop and uh, and she goes was this the one on soldier field road i was like how the fuck did you know that she goes we just discharged your friend so yeah yeah um i like when it gets a pop at the end of that joke, but hey, that's cool. Um, anyways, um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Benny, what do you want to talk about? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Brian, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess it's my time. Oh, yeah, it's my time. How am I doing on time, Allison? Oh, three, three minutes. Okay. All right. What's the deal with crystal math? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Told you I'm half Jewish. I uh, got to channel that inner Seinfeld sometimes. Um, yeah, give it up for that guy. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Um, I actually have, like, multiple friends with Jesus tattoos. Um, I uh, don't because, yeah, I think I made it clear I, I don't care. Um, tat I like tattoos, but they seem to, like, fuel my stupidity. Um see if this joke carries out um like i remember when the red Sox. you guys uh, know who the red Sox are okay cool all right yeah um so uh the red Sox when they won the, that world their first world series i saw everybody celebrating by getting like the b of the red Sox, and i was like that's so fucking plain jane i can top that so i got the sitgo sign <laughs> yeah it only works in new england ben yeah so uh yeah just wanted to see if that worked in a different time zone. It doesn't, uh, clearly. Um, that'd be like if I got AT&T like that. No, I won't do that. I'm not a prop comic. All right. <laughs> 
Wouldn't that be great if I like just became like the like uh, Jeff Dunham, but like I had like a, 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 like a puppet with sleeves and shit like that? Yeah, no, that would be horrible. Um, yeah, I probably got what like ninety seconds or something like that. And, oh shit! All right, respect the light, everybody. Right? Oh god! Oh man! Oh my god! Bombing can be so fun sometimes, right? <laughs> is it bombing if it's fun? I don't know. This is fun. <laughs> oh my god! So this set has been uh, structurally disgraceful, but uh, you guys are so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's supposed to work a uh, tight opener, and then like you know some garbage in the middle, and then like a strong closer. But like structurally, this is just like petering out, and like I'm literally going on all of your goodwill right now, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, um. Yeah, what do I want to say before I get out of here? Um, yeah, this city's awesome. Uh, where's the nearest bar uh, that has like cheap drafts? Because uh, I spent a shitload of money on t-shirts yesterday because <laughs> I have my act together. <laughs> like, uh, like I, I forgot to pay my car insurance, but I found an Evil Dead t-shirt. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have much left to say other than, uh, yeah, you guys are swell. And uh, yeah, let's have a beer later. All right, bye. Thanks. <laughs> Trip off this for a second. Boston is full of like people who go to Harvard and then people like Chris. And I was like, what a fucking city. Fuck that place, actually. Let's be honest. The architecture is kind of cool. Um, all right. You guys ready for your headliner of this show? Oh, what? Apparently, he's already is shaking his head. I am so excited to bring up this next and last and final and headlining comedian. Are you guys ready for this for real though? I need a lot of energy for this one. I hope he doesn't come as quickly as his last name. So let's start clapping right now for Ben Quick, everybody. And you nailed it on the name. Nobody has ever made that joke before. <laughs> no, it's fine, I'm sorry. I have no idea how to behave right now because I'm on a lot of acid. I'm gonna get that out of the way right up front. I've been, I'm out of breath from anxiety and not because I ran here, you understand? <laughs> this is, um, I'm gonna try to sing a song maybe. I have a bunch of songs about Jesus uh, that I think Jesus would like. I don't even know if I can play this or not. Like I, I <laughs> it's occurred to me right now I might not be able to play this. Here's the thing, I grew up religious, right? And, well, not really, my parents were religious, and it kind of led me to sin, because they would go away every Sunday for a couple hours, and then I would just masturbate the whole time. <laughs> so, in a way, thanks, Jesus. <laughs> for real. I, uh, but it's weird, because then you decide that God's bullshit, because, you know, I mean, it's bullshit, right? And so, you don't really have anything else. Like, nobody knows what you're supposed to replace that with. And it should just be like, uh, like, like it's like, oh, if it's God's bullshit, now what? And they're just like, well, we got, uh, like, Xbox and porn. <laughs> like, here's Xbox and porn. You're good now. Like, that's the replacement for it right now is, all right. You guys are looking at me like I had a plan for that. <laughs> and you're making a horrible mistake. <laughs> I'm going to try to sing. This is a love song. 
about uh, that I wanted to play in front of Jesus. And I really don't know if I can do this. Girl, I'd do anything for you. I feel so in love and I hope you feel it too. Cause you're the one that's always on my mind. You can pick me up and get me through the hardest times. I know that you're nervous and it's alright. But I hope we can take the next step tonight. Please let me put it in your ass. Girl, I wanna get you from the back. I wanna stick it in your poop chute and get up in your butt like bathroom tissue. Girl, I just wanna play on your Hershey Highway. Don't get me wrong, I love the sex. I just think we're ready to take the next step. I know you're nervous about it, hurting a lot, but we both know that I have a smile. Never mind. I know the Bible says that it's not proper, but I've already given you a Texas shocker, so please let me put it in your ass. Girl, I wanna get you from the ass. Uh, fuck, this is what is gonna happen when you're an acid. <laughs> so we're gonna go with this for a second. Uh, there's a bridge to that song. <laughs> I told you, I was like, this is, uh, it's also very difficult because I lost my voice, uh, trying to get here. Because I was in an airport for 30 hours. And so now I'm like trying to sing and it just sounds like a China, small man going through labor. <laughs> and so it hurts my voice to, I was, I, I, this is a nice song about, please let me put in your ass, inspired by Willie. Uh, where's Willie? I, it's because I was staying with him like seven years ago. And I was trying to fall asleep on his couch and in his, uh, in the room next to me was his roommate and his roommate's girlfriend. And I heard that negotiation go on for about two hours. <laughs> and if you've ever heard a person just try to be like relentlessly talking another person to letting them put it in your ass. If you've never just heard that through the walls, you don't sleep. And then you write a song about it the next day. <laughs> That's what happens. So, um, I don't know that I can fucking sing. Like, I, I, it kills me. I'm like, I'm going through, like, it hurts my voice to sing. I had another song that I wrote that I wanted to play for Jesus about docking. When um, two men, two men touch their pee holes together. But I thought that would be really good. But I don't think that I can hit those notes. Like, I literally right now, not sure I can do that. Um, and I'm also tripping balls. <laughs> so factor that into the equation. <laughs> <laughs> that even if I could sing, I don't know that I could sing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a very good chance that. Oh, this is a fun one. I can try to do this one. Saudi Arabia planned it. Saudi Arabia funded it, and even though we knew about it, we still let it happen because we decided it was in our national interest to let the attack happen on U.S. soil so that we would have an excuse to invade the Middle East. <laughs> Thank you. That one uh, is for the musicians in the room. I was actually an interesting time singer. So that was in 9/11. <laughs> that was. Uh, thank you. 
All right, that's all I can do. Welcome to San Francisco, dude. Thank you. Ass is a little too easy to find. <laughs> oh, you brought it with you. No, clever. Yeah. Well, yeah, but who? I mean, they can't find acid. Yeah. You're good. You broke a record. Round of applause for the world record of bringing acid through security. Five times a day. That's amazing. Um, so Jesus, I hope you loved those songs about sodomy. We know you love that. Um, I, round of applause if you guys like sodomy. I mean, you're okay with it, but like personally enjoy it. Um, it just one of those things, Jesus. You know, I've, I've tried to, um, to go from God on that one, you know? I'll be like into it. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's until it starts happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> like that's, so you're right. Sorry. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you guys, this has been our show. Uh, and stick around please for another one. Cause this is a quick show, wasn't it Pam? They're all an hour long. They're all an hour long. Uh, I feel like this was a little, okay. Okay, 50 minutes long. That was our show, you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. This round of applause for Pam for throwing this festival. It's not just because you're on acid that you can feel the awesome energy of this little space. It's such a great space. Even Jesus wore his um, disco outfit out. This is an amazing space with amazing energy. So thank you guys for coming out and please stick around and come back. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com 
and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swells 